It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your hosts, The Real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to talk about Denny Avdia getting a contract extension and the, and the Washington Wizards also making some roster cuts. We are live. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. We are live on YouTube right now. The Wizards made a lot of moves over the past twenty-four to forty-eight hours, including uh, the Denny Avdia contract extension. For four years, $55 million, we're going to get into the contract details. The details were just released uh, not too long ago. We're going to talk about the money uh, for each year. But, Brandon, what was your initial reaction when you got the news last night that Denny Avdia got a contract extension? Um, I'm going to say I was a little surprised because with this being a new front office, I thought they were going to let the year play out, kind of evaluate what he can do this year. And he still had his rights at the end of the year. Um, he's still restricted free agents, so – they can match any offer you would have got anyway. So a little surprise, but looking at the trend, right? Um, looking at the contract for Kyle Kuzma, you know, it's a it's not a bad contract that can be moved if need be. Um, and same thing with Denny. You know, if you look at his contract, uh, looking at the specifics real quick, he, um, his first year is 15 million and it go it's front loaded, so it goes down each year. So it goes from 15 to 14 to 13 to 11. So that makes it a very, very tradable contract. So, I mean, if you look at the fact that it's year one of a rebuild. Um, they kind of fit the mold of what they're trying to do in D.C., find more defensive-minded players. Um, they seem to be a big fan of him. You know, they, um, Will Dawkins spoke very highly of him, and he's 22 years old. You know, we all know what he can and can't do. You know, we, we said it time and time again. Um, defense is not an issue with him. Um, he is very above-average defender, if not elite to a certain degree. Um, his offensive game needs to come along. And, you know, look, uh, last game to blow up versus the Toronto Raptors, he let all scores. Three point shot looked decent. I mean, he, you know, he really, um, his release is, is a little quicker, um, a little confident with his shot. So who knows? This could be a breakout year for Denny. So I, I get why they did it. I just a little surprised because I thought that, you know, they were going to evaluate him, see how the year plays out and go from there. But it's a, it's a, not a bad contract. I mean, it really isn't. It's, um, cause I thought that at one point last, uh, last year, they were talking about 15 to 20. So I mean, it's not a bad contract, man. Um, so, like I said, if they decide to move on from them, they can. But at 22 years old, if they can mold it, because they got new coaches here, man. So they can mold him, you know, definitely further develop him, see what they can do as far as the, on the offensive side of the ball with him and try to really create him into that 3 and D guy. It really could be a really, really cheap contract in the long run. So, I, you know, like I said, again, very surprised, but I get it. You know, at 22 years old, 
you know, it's not a bad deal, especially for a rebuilding team. So uh, I'm actually in, uh, in, in favor of it. E. Yeah, I was I was pretty surprised. I'm not going to uh, lie to you at all, <laughs> especially just seeing, you know, we've seen the the past regime with Tommy Shepard. We've seen him with Ernie Grunfeld. We just don't see Wizards get second contracts. So yeah. it was a huge surprise for me. I, I thought they were going to let it play out and see and want to see more and have him prove it more and just show a little bit more consistency. I think he's had, you know, a solid career. He's shown glimpses at times. He looks like Turbo, and there's times where he can be as inconsistent uh, shooting the ball. Uh, you know, we still want to see him, you know, dribble with both hands and finish around the rim better. But we know he's a darn good defender. I think he's done everything that they asked him to do in the offseason. And especially since this is a group or a new regime that did not draft him. Yeah. But four years, $55 million, I think it's a, I think it's a solid deal. I think it's a fair deal for him. I don't think it's overpay. I do. I did think that, you know, maybe he wanted to get his value up and kind of test uh, free agency just a little bit just to see if he could get more than just 13 million because 13 million per year is not much more than the mid-level exception because the mid-level exception this year is 12 million dollars and 12 million four hundred five thousand dollars that he's getting about 13 yeah. uh, per year but they're you know they're front-loading contract and he can be a tradable asset maybe a year or two down the line uh but yeah i, I really thought they were going to kind of you know make him prove it and see and, uh, you know, if it was the previous regime, regime, but it is a new regime now, I just got to get used to them re-signing their guys. So maybe Corey Kispert is nothing in line to get a, a second contract too. But uh, if it was the Wizards of old that we've seen year after year, then he probably would have been traded just like Rui, Troy Brown, yeah. or Kelly Oubre. So I was surprised. But Denny, Denny he, he's a solid player. And I think the money that he got is more of a rotational sixth man, seventh, seventh man, or eighth man in the rotation, or a role player kind of starter. You know, you look at Grant Williams, his contract, uh, he got a similar contract, or, or Jared Vanderbilt, he got a four-year, $48 million contract. Grant Williams got a four-year, $53 million contract. So Denny actually got paid more than Grant Williams, uh, you know, who is a more of a role rotational player who's, you know, yeah. contributing playoff wins and can knock down the three. So uh, Denny's in that similar range, but I, I will say that, you know, Denny did everything that, that this – front office asked him to do they he didn't play in FIBA he trained with them this offseason so he did all the things that they asked him to do he just has to step up and prove it you know he had a good preseason game and then the preseason game the first one you know you see some of the body language there when you know Jordan Poole was hot you know he wants to get the ball but the three-point shot looked good can he continue this and yeah you know make the front office look good by you know signing him already you know so those are the things I'm looking for, but I, I think it's I think it's a fair deal. I think it's a fair deal. They wanted to get the contract done. They didn't want any controversy or anything like that. But uh, I, I really thought they were gonna let him, gonna really make him earn it and and try to make him prove it. That's what I really thought was gonna happen. Yes, yeah, I was same here, man. Um, I thought that they were definitely gonna evaluate him and see what they got in him because again they didn't draft him. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a bad contract. But here's the thing: look, he's got to show up now. Like mm-hmm. there's no more excuses. You know, you got your bag. There are expectations for you now. You know, he, he cannot, you know, one game be turbo and the next game be a V4. And mm-hmm. you can't be a mini Cooper, man. You got you got to be turbo, <laughs> man. So, you know, I want to see a lot more consistency, you know, from him, especially from the office event. You know, you got your bag. So I definitely want to see some progress on the office event because it's one thing to, you know, play for a bag. He got paid. But I think if you look at the contract, man, the organization had all the leverage because, how much could he really have gotten in open, on the open market? I think that they, you, you pretty much got market value for him. So I think that it's just, it was a good move on on the part of the front office because, you know, he's young. You know, you got to form a foundation, man. You can, you know, you got to form a young foundation for a rebuilding team. So, um, you know, like you said, it's going to be interesting to see what he do with Kispert. 
uh, Johnny Davis at this point, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. So, but Kispert, you know, he's next man up. So, you know, do they view him as, you know, a player for the future or is he a draft at, or trade asset? So, yeah, I mean, in the long run, I think it's going to be a good move on the, on the part of this front office, man, because I think he will improve. You know, he's a young guy who showed that he has work ethic, that he wants to improve his game. It's just the biggest thing with him is confidence and consistency. He's got to be consistent, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like you said, you know, he cannot be turbo and then not turbo. You know, he's got to, you know, that's what defines the average player from your all-stars is that you got to have consistency. You got to year in and year out. Every game, man, you have to be consistent and put in that work, man. So, you know, they, at, that, at this point, that's what I'm kind of expecting from Denny is I want to see him take that step because you got your money. You got to take that step. So, again, there should be no obstacles for him having that breakout year. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely play smart, you know, not putting his head down, less complaining to the refs. Yeah. Drilling both hands, finishing around the rim. But Will Dawkins had good things to say about Denny in the, in the uh, extension. So Will Dawkins went on, to, went on to say, quote, Denny has many of, of the characteristics that we value in the players who represent our organization. He has a team-first mentality, works hard on his craft, competes with toughness, and is com- committed to improving the community. Uh, Will Dawkins also said that hard work has resulted in the year-to-year development of his overall game. We're excited to have him continue that progress as a wizard. So, yeah, I think he's a hard worker. We see him stay in the gym all the time. Even after games, if he has a bad game, he's always getting yeah. up shots. We see him on Instagram, uh, different social media, stuff like that. You know, I don't want to get into social media working out too much. But, um, yeah, he's a hard worker. He's a guy that works his butt off. He plays yeah. defense. He's one, of the, he's one of the guys. He plays really hard on defense. He's a darn good defender. He, you know, there's a lot of positives in his game, but he definitely has a lot of things to work on in his game, too. And I think this contract will make things easier for him where he's not on edge, where, you know, yeah. if other guys are getting shots like Jordan Poole is, is getting a lot of shots, he doesn't have to worry about that, him trying to get his and prove and try to go out there and score 20 points when that's not really uh, most of that's really not his game is going out there and scoring 20, 25. His game is more of defending, being a connector, getting guys open, you know, giving you 12, but maybe getting you seven boards. He's a darn good rebounder good defender you know he doesn't have to you know try to force stuff and yeah. like he's playing for a contract where we've seen a lot of guys in the past for the wizards where they're trying to chase a bag and they're just putting up a bunch of shots yeah. he can play his game carefree stress-free i think that's something good that they did do I, I i'll give the front office some credit for that to to make him more settled and uneasy yeah i agree and i agree on all points man you know i think in the long run is definitely going to be a good deal for this team because he's 22 years old man and you're already on the defensive end. You already see that lead D. It's just, you know, getting that offensive side to come mm-hmm. through and come to fruitation, man. So, yeah, if he can be – if you can have that breakout, then you could be looking at a pretty good contract in the long run. So, no, nah, I think it's a good move, man. I'm I'm behind it. Yeah. Yeah, 13, I think it's a, it's a fair deal. So, all right, we're going to move on to some roster moves that the Wizards made. They had to cut down the roster to 15. But before we get into that, today's episode is brought to you by – FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. L. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. 
but there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And uh, so, I mean, for FanDuel, it's very easy to use. So some picks that I'm going to make, I think they already put out some stuff and some lines for the Wizards already. I'm going to pull that up real quick. But I can automatically say for the Commanders, if you do bet on the Commanders or against them, always, always, always (laughs) pick. The opposing tight end. I picked Darren Waller to get over 36 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. Guess what? Darren Waller got 90 <laughs> receiving yards on the commanders uh, yesterday, unfortunately, uh, with the Giants. So I'm going to pull up the Wizards. The Wizards, for me personally, I would pick whatever big man we're playing against. I would pick him to get at least 10 boards. I know we're playing against Miles Turner, who sometimes he doesn't rebound like he should. Yeah. So his over-under is seven and a half. But I would look at Tyrese Halliburton. And let me see his assists. Where his assists at? Tyree Halliburton's assists are eight and a half. I would certainly take the over Absolutely. one eight and a half. Yeah, because he can get 10 assists. I hate to, to bet against my Wizards, <laughs> but I'm just being realistic. I would take the boards of Miles Turner, but he doesn't rebound the ball at all. Uh, and then Jordan Poole, let's look at his points. He's at 24 and a half. That's a little high for me. I know he can do it, but they don't even have Kyle Kuzma on here. I don't know if they know something. I don't know if they think Kyle Kuzma is not going to play. Mm. Uh, but that's interesting there. So those are some of the props that I would look at. But the commanders, we play the Eagles. So you might want to look at uh, A.J. Brown or Dallas Goddard to get their over on uh, receiving yards. All right, but let's get <laughs> back into the moves here. So this was announced today that the Washington Wizards released Todd Gibson and they re- or waived Todd Gibson and they waived Xavier Cooks to cut down the roster. Uh, Anthony Gill was one of the guys that I thought would be on the cusp but um, I'll let you react to it. What were your thoughts on the uh, cuts that you made? Who who was a guy that you thought that was that did not get cut that you thought was going to get cut? I thought it was going to be Gil, man. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be Gil and Cooks as the, mm-hmm. the two guys to go because they put so much emphasis in Taj Gibson being that leader in the locker room. Well, I guess it was just a leader for training camp because that's probably the easiest uh, $3 million I've ever seen somebody make. You know, so it, it's surprising that they waived Taj, but – I mean, looking at the center position, <laughs> I mean, not that we really expected Taj Gibson to, to play any significant minutes. You know, again, he was brought in to be that leader in the locker room. But still, man, um, you know, if you look at the game um, against the Knicks, he was still hitting them. So, I mean, he still got to go out there and put some minutes in if you need be. So, without him, and I know we made an, um, another tra- or not, uh, another transaction for uh, a center by signing John Butler Jr. to a two-way, mm-hmm. man. But still, I mean, this center rotation, man, concerns me. I'm I'm concerned, man. I mean, I really am because we Gafford long term ain't it. Muscala, he can shoot. I get it. He can. I mean, I believe we get you know against Knicks five for seven three, but rebounding, man, we are looking bad in the paint right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are the rebounding looking is looking bad, and we can't defend the paint. So you know, it's surprising to see Taj go because I again I thought it was gonna be Anthony Gill and Xavier Cooks. Xavier Cooks just. 
it's just gonna go down as another Tommy move where it's like, really, dude? Like he signed he signed a guy that didn't play one minute in the NBA to a multi-year contract. It's just I just I just this them waving him disproved that it was such a mind-numbing move by Tommy Shepard. But yeah, I I thought that Anthony Gill was gonna be on there, but I get it. You know, if you look at him last couple of years, he's that guy who again is a hustle guy, and you need at least one good hustle guy on your team. So, you know, Anthony Gill, I'm not too mad that he's on the squad. So yeah, um, I'm I'm with you on that too. I thought Anthony Gill was going to be the guy that was going to be released because they they literally just signed Todd Gibson, and I, I got to yeah. look at the contract details. I don't know if they paid him yet or not, but you know he was barely there. We signed him in August and got yeah. him down in October, uh, so I just didn't see the point of signing him if you're going to release him. That just didn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, Xavier Cooks, he was a Tommy Shepard signing. He gave he gave Cooks that four year, six million dollar deal. So if Tommy was still here, Xavier Cooks would have been here. And Xavier Cooks, honestly, we saw him play in person against the Rockets. He really struggled that game. He couldn't catch the ball. He could barely make, you know, layups or floaters. And honestly, you know, kind of watching the the Taipei Kyrons, and he was the MVP of that league, there were just times where he just didn't look like an NBA caliber player at times. And you look at that team, and we blew him out by 40 or 50 points. And uh, we're going to be, you know, one of the bottom teams in the league. And we blew that team out pretty easily. So that kind of tells you about the league a little bit. No, nothing against the league. I think it's a competitive league, of course. It's yeah. very talented players. But uh, it, it was just kind of telling. So Xavier Cooks, I just didn't think there was a spot on him, spot for him on the team. Maybe later down the line, if some injuries happen, knock on wood, they may bring him back. Or another team may bring him in to be an energy, energy guy because – you know, he, he's an old-school big. He's he's undersized. He's really 6'8". He's really not that tall, and he's really more of a five, more of a center. Yeah. Doesn't stretch the floor, doesn't have a doesn't have a free-throw jumper or a 10-foot jumper, not many post moves. Uh, and he's athletic, but he, he's not, like, springy to play above the rim all the time. Yeah. And, uh, he, yeah, he just doesn't stretch the floor. So he, he's just an old-school big, an old-school undersized big. And then Taj, you know, he was our Udonis Haslam, but we're not – as good as the Heat, nearly as good as the Heat, or uh, have been as successful as the Miami Heat. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with the move with releasing him. And then Anthony Gill, there was a lot of uh, rumors or reports that he was going to sign overseas. I thought he was going to do that, but West Wilson Jr. really, really likes Anthony Gill. He loves Anthony yeah. Gill. Anthony Gill's a good locker room guy. Taj is, too. But, um, you know, I, I don't mind Gill being on the roster. Maybe they could have. I don't, I don't, I got to see if they're going to keep some of the young guys too because i know uh they posted somebody posted the uh unofficial roster coming up like rollins should definitely be on the roster pat bowman jr should be a guy that you know should be bouncing from the g league to the regular team john butler jr who we just signed who is a lean uh big who went to florida state can shoot the three he should definitely he's definitely be a two-way guy so not surprised i i I'm, i'm a little surprised that todd's got released but then again, I'm not. And uh, Anthony Gill is a guy that that wasn't so junior certainly loved. And uh, Anthony Gill, he he might he might mess around and get some legitimate playing time because Wesson so junior likes him that much. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree on all points, man. I think that you know it's not surprising with Gill, but I mean Taj, man, like you said, I don't know what the specifics are, but if he got paid three million dollars for training camp, man, I mean, look, sign me up. Look, <laughs> I just feel water, man. I you ain't got to give me no uniform. I can get dressed in a car. I'm just saying, I'm. That, but that's the easiest three million dollars I've ever seen anybody make. But yeah, it's just it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the final um, rotation is going to be, man. Because like I said, I thought that Taj was a guy that is going to be retained because just his leadership. I mean, he's been around a minute, man, 
And he's definitely a guy that you want not only in your locker room, but working with your bigs, man. So that's surprising. But Gil, like you said, Gil is a favorite of West. So am I surprised? Uh, not really, because, you know, like you said, he, he always has a thing for Gil um, to the point where, I mean, he's pushed people out of the lineup to put Gil in there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's going to be interesting, but I'm not too surprised, man. But again, I am very, very concerned about the center position, man. I just, I mean, I just don't see a lot of depth, man. And, you know, this preseason showed that rebounding, we look bad. I mean, we got guards in there getting rebounds. I mean, Terry Rosera went in there looking like a big, man. I mean, so <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a concern. And I get it, you know, we are unofficially tanking. I mean, it's not official, but we're trying to be bad to get a top five pick. But mm-hmm. I guess the competitive part of me is like, man, we need to go in there and get another center. But, you know, we'll see. Right. I'm looking at the roster too. Rollins is Rollins did make the roster. And we have three two way guys. Somebody asked a question about that. Red Wings, yeah. we'll get to that next. Uh, but before we do, we got a quick word from Brandon. Absolutely. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. And I'm a big guy that goes to a lot of games, man. It's my time away to be myself pretty much. So I've gone through them all, man. Seek Geek. I mean, all of them. But the best one to me is Game Time because you shouldn't have to worry about buying your tickets be- before your next event. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sporting events and music, comedy shows, theater events, all near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, which is very important to me, and the best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy, because again, that is key. So you know exactly what you expect when you arrive and what your view is. All in prices show your total upfront, so you know what you're getting and a great deal without all those hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, it's a place to find last-minute seats. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On Ultimate NBA Season Preview is here, a six-episode series with all 30 of our Locked On NBA team shows. From contenders to tankers, we go in depth into the biggest storylines heading into the season. Catch all six episodes on Locked On NBA on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So definitely, we are definitely going to be on there. So definitely rock with your boys and support Locked On Wizards. Yes, sir. We're going to get into comments. Uh, we're not going to talk about the jerseys tonight. We're probably going to talk about the jerseys tomorrow. Uh, the season's almost here, man. This is crazy. Yes, it sir. It really is. It, it's exciting, man. We waited. It's been a long offseason, a lot of trades, a lot of moves, a new front office. Uh, we've seen guys that have been here for a long time get traded. Yeah. So it was a crazy offseason. It's about time to see some some actual games now. So. Uh, but we're going to get to some of these comments here. And, uh, Brent, did you read the details of, of Denny's contract? I think – yeah, I think you did. Cause yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, 15, it goes 15, 14, then it goes to 13, then it goes to mm-hmm. 11 million. And he'll be a free agent in 2028. So he's 20 – how old is he now? 22? Yeah, he's 22 right now. So when the contract's over, he'll be 26. So he's still going to be pretty young. Kyle Kuzma got a similar deal. Yeah. 
back in the day, 13 million. So this is a, it's, I think it's a solid deal money wise, but we're going to get to what, to, to what some of the subscribers think about a Lamar Odom starting off tonight. He says, Denny most improved. Uh, I, I agree, but I don't usually mm-hmm. that goes to guys on, can, you know, playoff teams, continuing teams. So I think that us being a tanking team unofficially is going to be a hit, but I think I agree. If, you know, with him, with a, potentially having a breakout year, he could definitely be up for the most improved player, in my opinion. But he's got to, you know, show some significant progress on the offensive end. You know, mm-hmm. defensively, you know, the league is on notice what he can do defensively. Giannis knows. But, you know, offensively, he's got to take that step. So, yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see that, man. I'll, I would love to see him in the, in the running for that. Yeah, he uh... – it's possible. I mean, he he did. It's a preseason game. He did look good against the Raptors. Yeah, we did get blown out of that game. Shut the ball well. Uh, I thought he finished around the rim. Had a couple floaters, knocked down a couple threes as well. Looked very confident. So if he can if he can continue that and keep that up going into the season, then he can be in the running for it. It's a hard award to get. You know, yeah. Jordan Poole. He's in the running for it too. His name is is on the list. I, I know there's. Something on FanDuel as well, where uh, they they got some guys who you can wager on to get that award. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough. There's always somebody who comes out of nowhere too uh, that gets that award. So I, I think he'll definitely be in the, in the running. I think he can be in the. I think he can definitely get votes for it. Do I think he'll win it? I think it's gonna be a, a tough long shot for him to do it, but I think he can certainly be in the running for it. And uh, them giving the contract, give, then giving him the contract, definitely can give him more motivation and some more confidence. To build off of as well, uh, Seth Noah, <clears throat> excuse me, said, Let's go. Andy Man says, What's Goodman? Jag says, W moves. Uh, Griffin Peters says, L. I'm not sure if he what he's saying, L2. But uh, Andy <laughs> Man says, Who do y'all still, who do y'all see still being here in three years when this rebuild is all said and done? Oh, that's a good one, man. Um, I say Poole's gonna be here. Um, I think Denny will be here. I think Bilal will be here. I don't think Kisser's going to be here. I think he's going to be traded, in my opinion. I think this, this, I think Denny getting his extension, I think Kisper is definitely a trade asset, in my opinion, going forward. And Johnny, I mean, who knows, man? I mean, we got to see a lot from Johnny D. I mean, you know, no disrespect. It's just, but yeah, I think those guys will be the core because I think by that point in three years, we have already traded Kyle Kuzma for, you know, whether it's draft capital or player in return. So, that's who I think is going to be here in three years. E. Yeah, this is a this is a good question too. Um, I think in three years, Blau certainly will be here for sure. Yeah. Corey Corey might be here because I, I now I, I think these guys. I think Will Dawkins is a guy that likes to resign guys. He likes to bring back. He likes to reward guys that play hard. You know, him bringing back Kuzma and now bringing back Denny. So I think we're going to see more rookies be extended where it's not going to be like a uh, blue moon to see a rookie extended. I was just shocked to see a Denny get another contract because I've just, we haven't seen rookies get second contracts. I was really surprised to see that last, uh, whenever it came out. But uh, Corey is hard to say. Gafford, not too sure. Jordan Poole, I could see it, but after seeing that Raptors game where he had a stinker where it's like, you know, you're going to see some nuclear games where he goes off of 41. The 41 game was just – the 41-point game was awesome to watch. I wasn't able to be on here with Brandon. Brandon held it down. He did a heck of a job, uh, you know, hosting. And uh, Jordan Poole had a heck of a game that night. I mean, he was just – he was unconscious. I mean, he got to the free throw line a bunch. He pulled up. 
Yeah. They hit a three from almost the logo. I mean, he really took it. 29 points and a half is insane. <laughs> and uh, I think he sat down really for the most part in the fourth quarter because we were winning by so much. And it's preseason. I didn't even really want him to play that second half. I was like, you know, kind of like, you know, football, like the starters only play in one half. Yeah. I was kind of like yeah. after he played – after he put up 29, I was like, yeah, I think they should just let him sit, to be honest. But he played a little bit more and put up 41. Probably could have put up 50 if we, if we would have played more. I got to look at this – I got to look at his minutes number. But uh, Jordan Poole could potentially still be here. But, you know, if he shows inconsistency like that where he puts up 41 and the next game he's going one for 15, which potentially could happen that I, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's uh, the only person I can really confidently say right now is Bilal. Oh, yeah, I agree. Blau is definitely the guy's going to be here in more than three years. I mean, Gaff, to me, I mean, I think his, the money's just right on his contract that if mm-hmm. we want to make a move for a disgruntled star or, you know, I think that he's a con- he's a contract filler on the, on the trade, man, because he's limited, man. He just doesn't fit the current mold of the NBA center. And, you know, we're, we're looking through the preseason and he's been struggling. I mean, you know, because I believe this is the year he his extension kicked in. I mean, he's, he's been looking bad, man. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then Tyus, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to be here in three years. Delon, I, I would bet he gets traded. Shamet, Gallo, yeah. Muscala, yeah. all those guys are going to be gone. They're going to be traded. Uh, Rollins, Pat Baldwin, who knows? Johnny Davis, who knows? They're just all toss up guys that we we just I, I don't have an idea on. I probably yeah I, I wouldn't even bet or or say on those guys, but but I, I know for a fact Muscala and Gallo and Shamet and all those guys are not going to be here. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let's go to No Breaks New. Shout out to No Breaks New. That's my guy. That's our guy. Uh, he says, "Odd oh, men out uh, are three, two ways, and two guys have to go to IR. Who? Rollins or Baldwin? Gill. I want uh, Gino in the rotation. Yeah, and maybe Rollins in a rotation. I I like what PB and J can be, but he hasn't shown it. Uh, Brent, I'll let you go first. I agree, man. Rollins needs he needs to get some minutes. I mean, not obviously not extensive minutes right now before the deadline, but I like Rollins. I think he's the backup point guard of the future for this team, man. Um, Gina, woo, Amaruli, man. Yeah, he's a dog, man. He is a dog. I mean, you got to keep him around. I mean, he's a dog. I he just he's he's he, you need one Gino on your team. Every team needs a Gino, man, because he's just that guy who gives that effort, man. You know, he's just We've been talking about dogs in DC for a couple of years. Look, we, we yeah, I'm rocking with Gino, man. Um, so yeah, Rollins, Baldwin, I, 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 I'm intrigued to see what he can do after the deadline. He's got the intangibles, man. It's just being, you know, getting consistent minutes and find consistent play out of him. But you know, with that shot, it's just with with Patrick Baldwin Jr., man. He's got to find other ways to contribute. You know, when that shot's not dropping, you know, he's got to you know rebound. He's got to add other elements to his game to you know so. That's kind of where I'm at with it, but I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, so Gino's Eugene. I didn't know that. I was wondering. I was like, "Who's Gino?" But okay, Eugene. Yeah, Eugene's a two way guy. I think he's gonna get a lot of playing time. He plays hard. He plays really physical. We don't we don't have a lot of guys that play with physicality on the roster right now. Uh, Baldwin Baldwin didn't. Yeah, he has not looked great. He didn't. He had one good game in the summer league, and then he he uh, had a couple stinkers in there too, where he went like yeah. one for nine or something like that. And uh, you know, he kind of you know, if he's not knocking down the three, then you know, he's not really doing much else. And for him to be 6'10", it's like, you know, I, I want you to rebound more. I think you can yeah. defend a little bit better and do other things. But uh, other than shooting, yeah, he doesn't – if he's not shooting the three and knocking it down, then he's not really giving you much. Where Rollins looks like he can defend. He can pick a full court. He can get some steals, deflections. 
Uh, looks like he he's shooting the ball pretty well offensively. He's getting to the basket. He's getting to the rim. He's playing above the rim. He's moving well without the basketball. He dunked on somebody as well in that Knicks game or the Hornets game. Can't remember which one, but yeah, he looks athletic. He's playing above the rim, and he looks like yeah, he can he can kind of get that the Jordan Goodwin playing time yeah. where he's a guy that just plays tough, blue collar guy, hard nosed guy. Looks like he's just playing one hundred ten percent with effort. Uh, at all times. So I, I like what I've seen from Rollins and maybe he can get, you know, he made the roster. He's, he's not on a two way deal. He's, he's, he's the guy that's legitimately on the roster. So I do want to see him get playing time. I do want to see him in the rotation with Johnny Davis being injured. If he's not ready to play week day one and I was on so junior, he was quoted to say that he wants a nine man rotation. So that doesn't give a lot of room for Baldwin or uh, Rollins at all to get playing time. So that's, that's interesting for Wes to say that. We'll see how that goes. But uh, I think Rollins should definitely get some real playing time. Yeah, definitely after the deadline. I think that you're going to, you know, like we yeah. always say before the deadline, after the deadline kind of a deal. You right, know? Yeah. Um, I think he's definitely going to get minutes after the deadline. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Rollins because, man, his shot, his drive. Yeah, you want players like that on your roster. Yeah, I think so, too. I think when Shamet comes back, I think Wes is going to play Shamet because he likes playing veterans. He's going to play Shamet. Uh, Johnny Davis has to get playing time. So there's a lot of guys. DeLon Wright's got to get playing time. Ty's got to get playing time. Corey's going to be playing the two. He's going to be playing shoot, shooting guard behind Jordan Poole off the bench. So, yeah, it, it is going to be tough for Ryan Rollins to get playing time. But I, I think he should get get at least 10 minutes in there, get his feet wet. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John Baber says, sounds like a good deal. And uh, Matt says, I think they were too quick to pull the trigger. It feels like another West Unso Jr. situation to me. He's talking about Denny. I, I can see that. I can see why you would say that. But like I said, looking at the market, I, I see both sides as far as this deal. I mean, I honestly thought they were going to wait it out and really see what his value is after a breakout. But look, here's the thing, though. They must really believe he's going to break out because if he breaks out, his, his you know, looking at how the cap keeps rising, he could have demanded more. So, it's you know, he, they, they had all the leverage. And I think this is a really smart deal because, you know, they got him at a, mark, a really good market price. And if he has that breakout, then you could really get got him at a bargain. So, you know. Yeah, I, I thought they were they wanted I thought they were gonna want him to prove more and just show more consistency, especially since they didn't draft him. So yeah, I yeah. was surprised that they did give him the deal. But if yeah, if, if he gets better, then yeah, they're gonna get him for a bargain for 13 mil because like you said, the cap's gonna go up, the mid level exception is gonna go up. So, you know, a year or two from now, they're basically going to be paying a mid-level exception money because right now it's at 12 yeah. mil. It's going to go up to 13 probably next year and the year after maybe potentially go up to 13 and a half, 14. So yeah. uh, I, think it's, I think it's a good deal money-wise. But, yeah, I do want to see how they implement him. You know, is this going to be another year where he starts and then West benches him for Anthony Gill or – <laughs> he benches him and for for you know they they because they put Gafford in the rotation they put him in the starting five and then bench Denny and then there were times where Anthony Gill was starting so is it going to be one of those years for Denny we'll see but if he plays well then it, it's a win so it, it's kind of a win win in a sense you know you look later down the line you can trade him the money gets cheaper as it goes yeah he's a tradable asset he's a good defender so other teams may be looking for his services so I I, I can see it. You know, I, I I definitely was surprised by the move, though. I will say that. <laughs> you think his body language bad now? <laughs> Let him get benched after getting the bag back to the gill. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, and then, yeah, the whole bench thing, because I haven't been on to talk about that, too, when, you know, him and Jordan Poole kind of going yeah. back and forth. A lot of people reacted. They thought, you know, it was kind of like a, a, a fight or whatever, kind of like when Denny and Bertans went at it a couple years ago. I don't think it was. I think they were laughing. And then after the, the Knicks game or the other game, they were, you know, they were laughing and shaking hands and stuff like that. So, you know, they're getting along well. Yeah. Um, Alan Rascon says, Denny has some confidence issues. Contract extension lets him focus purely on hooping. And if he plays better, it's a good deal. If not, we move him. Yep. Couldn't sit it better myself. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Confidence is the major key for him. And you can say that for everybody, but it certainly is. Body language is a major key for him. And uh, confidence is. And then, you know, especially as the things going on in his home country, you know, he can just focus on basketball. And uh, yeah. I think it just gives him more confidence. So it's a, it's a good move. Um. Mark Reviews, we'll probably say, uh, react to one more and wrap it up. Mark Reviews, 2.0 says Denny will get better, better throughout his contract. I think this was a great move, plus it shows Denny the front office behind him. That can be great motivation. And then the next one, Red Wings zero one said, I guess I'm not as worried about the center position. Since I'm more concerned about next year, we can trade Gaffer, Gallo, and Muscala, bring in Yannick Zosa. Vucevic can either sign or draft a new guy. But we'll we'll probably read this some more comments tomorrow. We're going to wrap it up tonight. And uh preview. <laughs> Yeah, Yannis also, I know. We're, we're probably never going to see him play. That was a Tommy Shepard pick, a draft and stash guy who was just never going to play <laughs> in the NBA, most likely. So, uh, another East of San On. But we're going to wrap it up today. We just want to thank you guys for making a lot of Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a preview of the season. We're probably going to do over-unders, bold predictions, yeah. stat predictions, all kinds of stuff. And then giving our keys to victory against the Indiana Pacers. We want to thank you guys for watching make sure you guys uh hit the notification bell the uh and subscribe and uh make sure you guys lock in hell to the wizards peace hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today